This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello, my name is Sophie Wilson, and this podcast is for business owners and creatives who want to cultivate big brand energy and stand out online. By listening, you will learn how to be fulfilled in what you're doing work-wise and get educated on how best to market yourself in 2022. Hello and welcome back to Big Brand Energy. This is part three of the three-part series that I have put together of social media advice for business owners. This particular episode is going to be all about the how much the context of your content matters and I'm going to explain that. But first of all, I need to just do a little admin check-in. Hey, 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 have you listened to part one and two before this episode? If not, that's whack. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you've just stumbled across Big Brand Energy as a podcast and you've seen part one, part two, bypass them, come to part three. That's whack behavior, but I love you for it anyway. But just for this particular podcast, you can listen to any other podcast in reverse however you want. But for this one, I need you to listen to it part one, part two, and then this one, because there's a lot of information I cover in the first two episodes that will be necessary to know before listening to this one. So these little mini episodes are designed to be super direct, super potent, super easy for you to just absolutely absorb, integrate into your business and start like absolutely, you know, cultivating big brand energy from right now. So I suggest binging them all, then listening to, you know, whatever one you feel called to listen to when you actually are facing your content and and are unable to do it for whatever reason because we all have those creative blocks even me to this day and I and I have my methods to get through that which is probably you know dare we say a part four or maybe a whole nother whole nother scenario but for now we're going to stay on topic and this is basically once you've worked out how like in the first in the first two parts you you know you know you need to be bringing impact you know you need to be having substance to your post then you need to be thinking about okay well how do I actually what platform do I choose? How do I communicate it best and as potent and as direct and to have all of those things happen with the platforms at hand? So what I would say when when we look at content, like I'm talking about, we've got podcasts, we've got YouTube channels, we've got Instagram, we've got TikTok, we've got LinkedIn, we've got all these platforms everywhere. And what I would suggest is first just breaking down your content for the sake of this, for what I'm talking about, we're just going to talk about long form content being like podcast and YouTube and video and lives and things like that. And short form being that easy to consume TikTok under one minute kind of style or static images or graphics and things like that would be what I'm referring to as short form content for those who don't know. So basically when when you're deciding what you've got to say goes where, it's all about the degree of impact that dictates the that dictates the context of your post. So what I mean by that is if you can say what you want to say, if you can bring the substance, if you can stimulate your audience, if you can do that in 30 seconds, then that's where you're going to your Instagram story. You don't want to just draw out things for the sake of creating content because that's where you you get yourself caught in, you know, low level, non-magnetizing, non-compelling style marketing. And that's where the results go to die, <laughs> basically. So that's the first rule. So anything you can say in less than 30 seconds 
is required to be said in less than 30 seconds. I don't care if you're putting like a graphic together quickly, putting it on your feed or you're saying it on your story or whatever you're doing. If it can be said in a short amount of time, do it that way. Because the thing with long form content, right? So I would say that if you are required to have foundational knowledge in order to get a concept similar to this sort of series, right? If you're actually required to know this, it's a really good opportunity to have that long form content. The thing with long form content is it it needs to be a part of your content strategy because that is where you are actually giving your audience an opportunity to get to know you and to um, you to really build that rapport with someone. So in my episode that's coming up next, I actually go into talking about, it's funny, it's funny, but it's really impactful. Um, the, the next episode that I'm releasing, it's actually about how I, my dating experience, so my online dating experience is similar to social media and showing up on social media. And it's just so true. So I'm going to use an analogy, go and listen to that episode after this, if you haven't. But like what I would suggest is to liken your Instagram to say that like really fiery first date with someone. So it's necessary, like you want to wow them, you want to draw them in, you want to attract them, you want to have them there and and have them, you know, sort of accept, accept the next date from you and all the rest of it. That's your like, that's your Instagram, 100% necessary to have that foundation set. But your long form content is essentially an opportunity for you to show that you have you know, all those relationship qualities. So you're committed, you're supportive, you're emotionally intelligent, all those things. So that's where in the context of social media, long form content is necessary if you want exclusivity or any sort of brand loyalty with the people who are tuning in to your content, right? So you can't be upset if just say you have a customer buy from you, a client or customer buy from you one day and then the next day they go and buy from your quote unquote, not that I believe in them, but quote unquote competitor, if you're not putting in any of the hard yards and building that relationship with them anyway, like you can't expect them to be exclusive with you when you're not treating them how that how they would deserve to be treated. That's sort of the context of what I what I believe the the necessity of having both short form and long form content in your social media strategy are because it's the relationship builder. And when we're talking about having a brand, we're really talking about having a relationship with our audience that makes them want to buy from us, that makes them want to stick around, stay in our world. So just thought I'd put that into perspective for you because why not make a little dating analogy every now and then? So the reason why podcasts or YouTube channels and things like that really are worth the investment from a brand's perspective or from a coach or creator or business owner, whatever you identify yourself as, is because it gives you that um, that ability to reach a depth of relationship with the person that you can't get on surface level social media. So the two-dimensional feed. So just keep that in mind. So when you are um, looking at how to create a post, um, I I think it's easier from, from my perspective to think about like go substance heavy first. So form whatever it might be. Like if you don't want to start a podcast and if you don't want to start a YouTube channel, sit with why that is because I really feel like if most brands, most people would benefit from it. But anyway, if you don't want to do that, it might be just showing up live for 10 minutes straight every week on your social media. And, and that can be it for you. But like, what is the most potent, valuable, direct, um, impactful thing that you can actually say 
to do with your brand that would benefit someone's life, right? So that would be where I'd begin. Go for the substance heavy first. And then you can actually work. There's a bit of an art to this, a bit of an art to this, to be honest. But for you now, just starting out, what I would suggest you do is don't get too caught up in being afraid of overlapping concepts. So it's, you want to give people an opportunity to, you don't want to just speak to say, for me, it's not as though I only speak to social media strategy on my podcast because it's just too much knowledge for people to absorb from the social media feed. Absolutely not. I'm still talking about, you know, having impactful content and, you know, bite-sizable parts of this podcast literally are going to go on social media to to really like hit people with with where they're at and what they want to consume and they they're allowed to circulate in just that two-dimensional feed like path if that's what they want but you also want to be like dangling the bait for them to come and join you on those like longer form channels because that's like I've said a million times where the sales are made and where the relationships are built and where like where marketing gets to be easy because instead of just going out to a cold audience every single time you launch something, you've actually got people who are who are long with the journey with you, seen you make make the product the whole time and they're they're like, Oh my god, I want it already. It just makes everything so much simpler. So you want to be able to yeah, bring the substance and also like dangle the bait to the substance if that makes sense. And it's all about creating hype about that longer form content. I think the biggest piece of advice I would say to this is, you know, don't be afraid to try things. So if you want to explain something really in depth online, sorry, on a podcast or on a YouTube, on YouTube or on a video, do that. And then you can always just like literally cut up excerpts and see what lands when people are on their social media feed. So you don't have to take it so seriously. I feel like everyone with their social media strategy are trying too hard and that's actually what's limiting them. Like if you make more moves, you get to then look back, you know, after a month or six months time and just see what landed and then do that again. Like rather than overcomplicating like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Like, no, that'll be better on a podcast. Like I think you just need to anchor into what you can speak about, what needs more um, context to be laid, do that for your podcast. And then if you can explain it in one sentence, do that on your Instagram or do that on your TikTok. I think you should just go and pay a bit of attention to what people are actually doing on the social media platforms in the sense of how, like once you really start to notice what's happening on TikTok, for example, people are really like just making really easy content to consume. So to make easy content to consume, you just need to basically take what you know and dumbify the content because that's where people's level of brain is at, at that time when they're on that platform. So I hope that makes sense to you because I feel like I'm trying to keep it pretty simple just so you can actually implement this. And when you're struggling, when you've executed this a few times and you're ready, that's when I would be looking at investing in any, whoever it is, like whether it's a photographer, whether it's a videographer, whether it's a coach, a social media coach, when you've like actually started executing things and you've, you've got something to show, you're going to get a lot more out of those people who you hire because you've got something like to refer to and just say, like, it's so much easier for me to have a look at what you're posting and say, this is what I would change as a social media coach and, and little shifts would be able to be implemented as opposed to, 
you just come to me and if you can already, if you haven't started executing on this level, which I'm giving content out for free for, then like you're waste, you know, you're wasting your investment, right? Like if you haven't even done the things that are already like blatantly broadcasted across for anyone to implement and you're coming and you're trying to pay for, you know, an expert to tell you what to do for your social media, you know, you're not going to get as much out of it because you can just start doing it right now. So that's my advice with that. It's actually another funny, I should mention that because it's actually another thing I get a lot from usually my coaching clients. So they'll say, Sophie, like, how do I know what to charge as say a masterclass or a workshop? What should I make a workshop and what should I keep as free content? And I would say if people can, if you can explain it on a podcast and you're charging people to come into your world, I just don't think that that, uh, my belief is you shouldn't be charging for something that you can explain on a one-liner if it's a podcast, whatever it is. I personally believe that when I'm charging for anything, I'm charging because it's above the value I bring out in everyday life. So then that's my belief. So whenever my clients ask me that, I'm like, if you can speak to it in a podcast, speak to it in a podcast and make your workshops or masterclasses or courses that like extra better. So that means when people come in, they're like, wow, I found her that she like, or him, (laughs) I found them. I am obsessed with their content. I've absolutely transformed my business since implementing all of these strategies. I'm blown away oh, she's got a course, I'm going to do that. Wow, that's just raised the bar on absolutely everything I thought that was true. My content is now on this whole new level. And then, you know, they're going to keep buying from you because that standard is there. Like, you know what I mean? So that's my personal belief. I really, I have been debated on that. Like a lot of people believe that you should be charging for your advice, rah, rah, rah. Personally, I think if it's tailored advice, absolutely. If it's something that as simple as a mindset shift like this, then no. So I would just sit with that. Let me know what you think if you're in any sort of industry and whether you think that you actually don't fall under that category. I'd love to know. And but yeah, basically what I would what I would suggest for the basis of your social media, come in hard with the substance. Come in intentional with where you're putting it and don't try too hard to overload the substance on the two-dimensional feeds, save that for your long-form content because at the end of the day, that shits the content that converts. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you could send this to anyone that you think would find it valuable. Share it onto your stories if you really want to get in my good books or you can always just follow the podcast so you can be the first to know when um, my new episodes land. I couldn't thank you enough for listening along. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. Thank you so much.